every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Weeb Weekly. We have an amazing show for you guys today, but I am joined by two beautiful anime lovers that are going to talk a lot about video games today. Mr. Mizu, Mr. Travis, say hello to the people. How are you doing today? Hello, hello, everybody. Good to be here. Good to see you guys. Good to see your majestic faces. How are you doing, Mizu? I'm doing good. Shalom, everyone. Hello. Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> hello. Hello. It's a high energy day. Uh, uh, and of course, before we get into the nitty gritty, uh, boys, let the people know where they can find you. Please. Yes. You can find me on Instagram at Travis the Sibling and on TikTok at Travis the Sibling. Yes, sir. Mizu. You guys can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, all Mizu Shogun. And I want to say a quick shout out to all you guys on my Instagram. I hit a milestone for myself. I hit 8,000 followers go. on Let's go, man. IG. I was sitting at 6,000 for like a hot minute until like, I guess two videos of mine just blew the hell up. And <laughs> now I'm at 8,000, so... Let's go. Love appreciate to that. see it. Love to see it, uh, dude. That, that congratulations, bro. Like that. Thank I mean, you. We, we we all know socials are 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 really wild. So that's a big oh, that's a big bird. milestone. Should be celebrated, bro. So uh, yeah, and my I'm, my socials are just at I'm Tropical Joe on whichever platform you can decide to check us out on. But ladies and gentlemen, it is time to start talking about the major amount of news that we got in the past two weeks, and of course. It wouldn't be pop culture if we didn't focus on multiple types of media. So the main thing that we're talking about today is the Sony Investor Showcase, where they revealed some blockbuster news of all the projects that are going to get live action and animated adaptations. We have a lot to cover. Gentlemen, I'm going to run down the list, and you guys are going to let me know what like your first thoughts. So Amazon Prime is out here on a tear. They are absolutely the winners above and beyond the winners of the the rights gifting not gifting because they paid a lot of money for them but yes the rights fight amazon won it because they're getting god of war a tv show for god of war a fallout project not sure if it's a movie or a tv show yet but it ten, it, it apparently is looking to be a, a series mass effect a tv series for that hbo has the last of us with pedro pascal playing the role of joel and that one have, we've already seen clips of that that seems amazing wow. Netflix is coming in hot because Netflix is getting a Horizon Zero Dawn TV show and a Bioshock movie, which is nuts. And then they have Castlevania already and Arcane. So it's uh, the way I see it, it's Prime and Netflix trying to fight it out. Then we also have Twisted Metal, which is uh, being taken uh, take care of by Peacock, which has uh, Anthony Mackie in the lead for Twisted Metal. And then Ghost of Tsushima is getting a movie. But we don't know uh, who is. We don't know which streaming service is going to be producing it. But Ghost of Tsushima is confirmed to be having a movie on the Nintendo side. We already know, and not Nintendo and Sega. We also know that uh, Sony Three is in develop. Uh, Sony Three, Sonic Three is in development, and then we also have the Mario movie. So we have some Nintendo things going on, uh, and of course. <laughs> Uh, Halo was renewed for season two in Paramount Plus. Yay! Okay, so let's talk about the other things, gentlemen. What did you think about the list? <laughs> Halo was renewed. Why? I have no idea, bro. I money, money. Wow, it has to be money. <laughs> I mean, but if it's, are people watching it? 
a lot of people I, watched it just to see if it was good, and like it, it was just it, it felt like a a, a, a purgatory, bro. It felt like it's purgatory. a departure, bro. It, it does not hold up, in my opinion. I watched it, and I, I don't not a fan too much of it. But um, one question I have is: yes. Is God of War being animated, or is it a live action? L- live action. So God of War is live action. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, okay, so that was the biggest thing. When I heard the announcement, I was excited, but at God of War, I was worried about because I'm like, are they are they going to do it animated? Because I think personally, it would have worked best animated, Facts. especially you can get away with a lot of the feats that Kratos does. Yeah. yeah. But if you're doing it live action, then I'm like, granted, I'm still optimistic, but I gotta see how they're gonna do that though. Because I I, 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 I totally see that. And like going off of that, I like just wanted to like put it up for you guys to understand, like to, to kind of go through. Because like in, in, the, in the past, like mythology content was super like huge, especially in like the 60s, the 70s. It was like Clash of the Titans was one of the biggest movies in the 80s. And so like I, w- I, I would be expecting something like Clash of the Titans in that t- side of way. But like the, the series has evolved, right? It's not just like brawler. It's not just like big monster fighting. There's a, there's a huge compelling story about a father and son relationship in, in 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 god of war and of course we're getting the game in less than six months like the second game which is touted to be like one of the best sequels ever uh but i wanted to, to get both of your opinions like w- which one of those projects stood out to you the most okay the sonic one stood out to me the most okay um, sonic 3 no, sonic 3 yeah. nice. sonic 3 the i the knuckle spin out whatever it is like yeah, that 100 yeah. four i'm I'm here for the greatest video game trilogy of all time. I'm here for it. I'm I'm here for it. Um, it's a beautiful moment. I've played Sonic since I was a kid, and I just I'm happy that it's getting the love that it deserves. Uh, but I'm not the I'm not the happiest. Of, I think there's certain games that we shouldn't bring to film. Okay, because I feel like there's games, and then there's interactive film. Like, okay. like okay. there's certain games that are so cinematic. I'm like, this is a movie that I can just move around in, really. And I feel like if you're bringing them to film, just I feel like it's a reboot. It's in the same vein as a reboot. There's there's certain games that are like that. Uh, it's God of War for me. Mm-hmm. That was a cinematic masterpiece. Okay, it, it had great direction. Whatever. That's that's a movie. Um, Mass Effect is a movie. That's a that's like a movie you could play. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm against certain ones getting a film adaptation, but the one I'm most excited about, definitely Sonic. Okay. Mizu. That's funny that you mentioned that because back to like when I said my original question, I was mostly worried a little bit. I'm excited about God of War, but I was only worried because I don't know if it was going to be live action or animated. Cause I think it'll work best animated compared to fallout and mass effect. If, I think they would work best as live actions. I can mm-hmm. see them both being live actions and plausible. I mean, if, if they're doing Halo, I mean, it's Mass Effect around the corner. It's, it's, it can work. Same thing with um, they, like Fallout. If they follow Fallout. the source material, side. If they if follow, they follow the, source the source material, material. <laughs> the same. I mean, and then Fallout is, I'll say, a little bit more. I think my basically what I'm trying to say is that both of them seem more plausible to do and live action especially Fallout, since it has that whole rustic, apocalyptic 1950s vibe to it. So I'm down for that. 
God of War, I was just a little worried because, you know, Kratos does some crazy amount of feats in the stuff that he does and the stuff that happens in their fighting gods, titans, creatures of all kinds. And it sounds like they're, my next question was, are they doing, are they going to start it off with um, him and Atreus from God of War 4? Or are they going to start from the beginning? That's the big question. We still That's don't know. Question. I feel like they would have to start from the beginning. Like not every, I, I think this is also a ploy to get more people into the God of War franchise. So I would, I would think that they would have to be starting from the beginning. It'd be a bold move to start like <laughs> in Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. in Ragnarok, that'd be a bold move. I, I, I agree. I agree. What, what are you going to say me soon? Oh, I said, yeah, I guess I was thinking the same thing too. I mean, it, it's, it, I can see them kind of getting away with it. If they kind of um open it up with, with um, God of War 4, with him or Trace, because you could say that it definitely cuts off. Like, it's a whole huge transition from God of War 1 through 3. Like, it doesn't have the same, like, feel to it as the original God of War, because, you know, Kratos is so different. And, yeah, you get nuggets of his past here or there, but I'm not going to lie, if you're a new gamer, I could, I would argue that you could just get into God of War 4 without playing the original games. Because it's that, yeah. Because okay. the plot That's works fair. for it, and the plot works well with it. And if you, and knowing the previous some um, games is just a little bit more knowledge for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think it is possible. So I won't be surprised if they do go that route out the gate with him and Atreus. But we, I, like you said, you don't know, so we'll just have to find out there. But if they start from the beginning, I want to know what the rating is on this um, show because that <laughs> the beginning. Dog. It's going to be freaking crazy. Yeah. Man, who's playing Kratos? That's, we don't know. I, so we, we can have a whole ass debate on who should play Kratos, bro. Because I'm in the Momoa camp. Like, Jason Momoa makes sense. Because the, okay. the thing is that, like, I've been thinking of, like, because uh, obviously you want to keep it, like, close to the source material, I guess. Uh, and, like, for example, you, you, you could get a Greek actor to play him. But, this, but at the same time... Kratos is that type of uh, like he- hero uh, and and anti-hero, definitely anti-hero. Uh, that obviously you can you can choose any race to play him because his ashes, like the ashes of his family, basically make his skin white. So it's like as as long as you get him the white skin, like canonically, any any race of human can play him. So and 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 of course the gods in in all mythologies take on different forms. So that and that that's been that's another topic that we can discuss for a different day because of the Percy Jackson series, who just start which just started filming as, as well. Like because people are like always like, oh, it should get, it should be like super accurate to the people that like are playing. And I'm like, I agree, especially like for mythologies for a specific region. So for example, if we're talking Egyptian mythology, we sh- we should ideally have people of African descent or like or or, or African Americans, let's say that you can get to 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 play these 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 gods. But at the same time, I am a big fan of having the best the best person play the role. I don't know. I don't know. I, like, what, what what you guys think? Oh yeah, no, absolute, I, absolute facts. I, I agree. Well, one thing I wanted to say with yeah. your um, pick of Jason Momoa: Are you ready to see him bald though? Right. I That's all his power. Are That's you ready his... to see Jason Momoa be a bald no. man? He got the beard. He got the beard. I will give you that. He got the beard. But Jason Momoa bald? No. It... It it won't save him. That's that's You you saw. Let's be honest. Here, you saw him in Dune without his beard. Yeah, 
It was rough. <laughs> it didn't work. It just didn't work. It just didn't work. It didn't work. I was sitting here like, I was, I'm not going to lie to you. A little side note here. When I was watching Dude and I saw him in there, I had I had to think for a second who the hell that was for a second. I was like, who is that? Is that oh, that's, oh, crap. That's Jason Momoa. But I, my little quick pick would be the actual person who voices him and especially in, Judge. in actual God of War 4. Yeah, because if you've seen what he actually looked like, this man is he built. Is this man old- is jacked. I agree. The only the only thing that I would say as a counter argument is he he is getting close to like his I think his sixties, which is like the, the yeah, only issue. Yeah, he is pushed up age. Yes, like because I because I thought like okay that'd be fun because like it, it, he he it'd be the voice of yeah he's fifty seven, uh, and while he does like he I mean he has the voice he has the best voice in my opinion and obviously like looks jacked. It's kind of like those situations where like oh if the series does well, do we think he's going to be like hype to play this monster of a character for like 15 more years because he did say that like doing kratos especially in the first game took a lot out of him like mentally and physically because of where he had to where he had to go where he had to go in order to like get those moments of pure like ferocity and trying to like fight for his son if you see that i highly recommend that you both see like the making of documentary featurette for for god of war because one of the most important scenes in the game he's literally like trembling while he's crying delivering the lines because he's like yeah i sometimes like i i uh I, I go into dark places thinking about his role as a father to his kids personally and like he had to stop the interview because he was just like that that's how deeply meaningful this role is to him uh oh, so ow. so i'm like damn bro if he's could you imagine somebody saying yeah we're gonna have you doing uh doing that for like 10 more years uh are you, are you down to do that till you're 67? I'm like, ugh, rough scenes. And, and you yeah. know what? That's that's why my quick pick would be Dave Bautista. Dave Batista. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Batista I totally forgot about him. That would work. Dave perfect. Batista. Fandom, perfect. Fandom put out a graphic uh, like with popular picks to play him. And I, I would say the best one that looks like looking the part, actually Triple H from the WWE. Oh snap! They, Triple, they, I haven't heard that name forever. Triple yeah, H. <laughs> they Man, they literally no. they they did a rendering of him with the beard, the ashes, the tattoo, and then like the bald head. And I'm like, this dude looks like Kratos. I'm not even gonna cap. Like Triple H can pull it off. I just don't know if he has oh, the acting chops to do it. Mm. Also, another thing. Let's see, Triple H. A. <laughs> These are all like super like pretty old actors. Yeah, uh, Triple H is older. He's fifty two. He's fifty two. So it's like it's it's oh. kind of roughly the it's kind of roughly the same people. camp, right? Not too bad. So if you're going older, Kratos makes sense because Kratos is older in these sequel uh, games. But if I you're f- going young, Kratos, ah, uh, no, this is this is Kratos. No, no, no. This is you this saw is it? actually crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at it. This is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> show, show it to me. Wow. Show it to me. Show it to me. Me too. Look at this. Oh wow! He looks yeah, like him. It's it's Kratos. It's it's Kratos. <laughs> it is crazy. <laughs> he looks like him. All like bro, bro's been training his entire life for this moment, bro. <laughs> yeah, especially if they start off with God of War four. Like he already looks like a freaking Viking Nord yeah. already. Yeah, and man. he has a great voice for it too. Like yes, and he, he's got he's got the 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 pers- their personality to pull it off. I like for the for the one liners, the quotes. Definitely trust him to do that. I just don't know, like, because it's 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 a weird mix. Because Kratos is that weird mix of like hulking monster, like action uh, role, and then super deep and complex, like stoic person trying to 
open himself up to the to the to the new role of of being a father. So that that would be my top pick for like the the game that I'm most excited for because like God of War is my favorite game of all time. But I'm gonna give you guys uh, uh, a surprise pick. I think the 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 one that I am most excited for personally, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima is going to be like nuts because I've. I they uh, so the director uh, has already been confirmed and he said like this is one of my favorite games a so he's played the games obviously uh, and he said like he's heavily influenced by Akira Kurosawa who is the main inspiration and mentor for uh, like George Lucas for example who did Star Wars based off of yep. like his his old samurai movies and I'm like Ghost of Tsushima was a again another single player storytelling masterpiece and uh, uh, this is a fun fact for for anybody that has played the game. There is um there are multiple modes in which you can play Ghost of Tsushima. You can play it in English with the subtitles and then like in, just in color, or you can play it in black and white like it's a Kurosawa movie in in English, or you can do Japanese in color or Japanese black and white. So you can literally play it as if it's like a nineteen like fifties fifties uh like a Kurosawa movie. And I'm like, bro, if if you're able to pull this off well. Ghost of Tsushima could lend itself to start that like elite storytelling for that. So what I want, right, is for these projects to transcend the it's a video game adaptation, right? It's a video game movie or a, or, or a video game TV show. It's like, no, it's a TV show based on a, on, on a, on a video game that's just elite. Because if you think about it, Fallout, if you land Fallout correctly, that's like the second coming of The Walking Dead. With even more, yeah. with even more possibilities, because like there's monsters, there's like radioactive uh, lizards, like the, you, mm-hmm. you like a Fallout TV show could do well. Mass Effect is essentially like a huge, like grandiose version of like Halo mixed with Star Trek. If you if you if you're if you're being if you're being picky, I think the one that's going to be the hardest to to adapt is probably going to be Horizon Zero Dawn. Because Horizon uh, includes a lot of like uh, ro- robots and robotics, and th- that Brutal. goes yeah, it's like that. that like CGI that's a lot. Of, like she, yeah, rough. she's riding like giraffes made out of like metal part. Like it's it's just like a cybernetic organisms that are like it. It kind of peaks the uncanny valley, and also there's like augmentations on on humans like heads and arms and stuff like that. So. I think the hardest one to adapt would be Horizon Zero Dawn, but again, after watch after after hearing what Mizu said, I would love for it to be animated similar to like Love Death and Robots style. That oh, would yeah. be lit. That would be lit. Listen, yes. you you guys seen Love Death the new season all of, of Love Death and Robots? I, I saw right? all of it. It's amazing. It, it gave me faith in CGI. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been the first episode. I'm like I'm I'm if they could do that. For uh, Horizons, I'm down for it. Like it looked beyond it. It looked it looked real. Like actually, like there were moments where I was I had to remind myself I'm watching CGI. Yeah, especially with Snow in the Desert. You haven't seen it? Not the new season, no. Okay, but you've seen the other ones. I've seen the previous ones. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you remember? Do you guys remember uh, uh, Snow in the Desert? The one with the 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 man that's like immortal, the one with the the, yes. the white hair, yes. the one that with the really really crispy CGI. I'm like, if that if you can pull that off with Horizon, that's literally like you're that's game changing right there. Yeah, I agree. Oh, that'd be so cool. And obviously, like, there's so much. Yeah, Mizu, what were you gonna say? 
it's, it's funny enough because I I was at, I have my question on God of War. I didn't say my God of War was going to be the one I picked. Though. Okay, the Ben. One, What's your pick? Oh, no, 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 no. Because the one <laughs> I picked, because when I heard it, I was like, yes, yes, yes. I've been on a campaign for this one in particular, and that is Bioshock. When I heard that Bioshock was getting a movie, I was like, is this – please don't, don't play with me right now. Are you serious? Bioshock, especially if they're going up the first game, mm-hmm. has so much potential to be a great – movie or even just a tv show and the fact that they're doing that is amazing because if you if those who haven't played it that that whole concept of the game it's pretty much about you know in the space in the 50s an underwater city that was supposed to be some type of utopia but everything goes you know left field and now it's in this whole it it has a mix of sci-fi mixed with Oof. horror mixed with psych- like a psychological horror Bioshock is freaking amazing, and my just come for someone who's not a big fan of horror-ish games. I, like I don't like playing those kind of games. It's not for me. Until Bioshock came to the yeah. picture, oh yes, with the good amount of lore with it, mm-hmm. and all the moral questions that it brings up. Oh yeah, it it's gonna be a banger if done well. Would you and, kindly and, square up? <laughs> yes. Would you, when I, exactly when I thought about that. I was like, would you kindly? Those who buy stuff fast will know what that means. <laughs> but but I think that's that's where my real fear is. Okay. Is it going okay. is it going to be done? Could we trust them, right? Because with Halo, we were sitting here and we were like, listen, Halo had a plot. If you do it right, it could have went to the moon. I'ma just put this in the air. Oh. It is it is made by Netflix, and Netflix has landed the two best adaptations of video games, at least so far, with Arcane and Castlevania. True, but Netflix Netflix as of late. I mean, yeah. right after Netflix as of late, they've just been making wild decisions. They've cut their animation department's funding and Which is nuts. After Love Death and Robots, I'm like, why? Arcane why? Too, like... Arcane, um JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like yeah. you venturing into this new anime territory why are you going to cripple yourself like this for the Mm -hmm. thing that's doing the most for you it doesn't make any sense so that's why i'm like i'm iffy on it you know i netflix even though they've had two bangers it's two out of two i don't know i don't know okay okay with with that being said gentlemen i think it's a perfect time to segue into the stack em up because it's based around this question so you picked which one are you best excited, most excited for? Which one do you think is going to be the best, like the best one out of these? Like it's it's a different it's a different it's a different ball game. Which one do you think is going to be the best adaptation? Which there's there's a lot there's a lot of uh, oh my god no, but that's such a loaded question because let's say if we think one's going to be good and then we think another one's going to be trash and it ends up being the opposite. True. <laughs> But I I th- I think there's a good amount of like you can guess which one is gonna be like uh, like or 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 which one lends itself to being uh, better for which medium given the one that they have. So I'm doing the random name wheel uh, again. Let's do a little round of applause from our boy Mizu winning the yes. first the first one for season two. Uh, he absolutely crushed it. You guys crushed it on the voting. We had three thousand votes again, so thank you guys so much. But y'all gave this man eighty-two percent for the best Phase Four project being Spider-Man: No Way Home. We were we were meddling for scraps, Travis and I. You know, like it was it was it was it was, it was rough. But hey, it was a good choice, Mister Mizu. Thank you, thank you. 
All right, so we are doing the name picker. Three, two, one. Boom. Let's see. Please, come on. Oh, it is your boy. Okay, perfect. Is I, I, I'm gonna be. Oh my god, I'm getting. I'm going first. Okay, let's see who's who's second. Who's second? Who is second? It is Mizu. Oh my god! <laughs> it is Mizu. R.I.P. R.I.P. But even I mean, even then, it is just there's so many. One of our so, picks so many. Be, like, yeah. Okay. You know what? I, I was gonna say. You know what's another one? I'm surprised none of them I've got their hands on yet. Uh-huh. Is Red Dead? Can you imagine if they did Red Dead? Yeah. As a show or movie, I think it worked yeah. both ways. Show or movie. That would be insane if they did Red Dead. Yes. That is the only one that's like a really cinematic game where I'll be like, that's one I'd actually like to see like fully, fully be a show. And you Hollywood know, like, likes cowboy movies. Like Hollywood loves cowboy movies. They do that well. Westerns. Yeah. yeah they, 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 they do it well. All right. Oh, another one that I forgot to mention, uh, Gran Turismo. If you're a car lover, Gran Turismo is also getting a, an adaptation. We just don't know which which streaming service is going to a get it. A racing game? Yeah, bro. Was, was there it's a crazy. plot to Gran Turismo? You like there were so, like you could like, take your car out like through the city or like the specific region you were in. Kind of like For- Forza had, had a better story because For- Forza you could like be in like Brazil or Mexico or something like that. And you can like ride around different areas of the city and like go, go into like street racing or actual races, uh, like in, in a, like in a circuit and stuff like that. So that was cool, but that kind of gets itself into the GTA camp, and I'm like G- GTA would be amazing as a C- as a tv series i'm not gonna cap but also with the group yeah but like you, you, you kind of have to yeah san andre bro yes dta san andreas bro oh shit here we That'd go again <laughs> dude wait wait but like is, so there's no real plot to gran turismo it's just not like really no okay but here's the thing i'll Why? say this like sometimes here's the thing i'll say with that sometimes games like that they can either make or break they can break terribly because, you know, they, there's a game with relatively no plot, but it gives the creators enough creative room to form something out of it. I mean, I'll say, look at, I mean, look at Arcane. Granted, yes, League of Legends had some lore to it, but it was all choppy all over the place. Some of the characters, like, background was whatever, and then Arcane shows up and then just went off the rails with it to a point where even the people who play the game love it because even to the point where people actually prefer the backstories of the arcane versions of the mm-hmm. characters than the actual video game i i'm one of them i victor if mm-hmm. those who know who that character victor in the games is trash mm-hmm. <laughs> i cannot begin behind him but in the show i was like i love this version of victor i love these versions of the characters i want them to reflect that and a lot of people surprisingly you know the league of legends fandom is freaking yeah. toxic as hell if they agree that, oh, yeah, Arcane is great, they should bring those stories over here. And so I think there's potential when you have games that have very vague plots. But, again, it's a mixed bag because you either it can either break it terribly, <laughs> catastrophically, or it could do something magical. Let's... Me too. That was a fantastic example, man. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, bro. no, no. What I was gonna say is like Bizu, like just go picking off the back of that. Like, let's just appreciate the fact that Netflix took the most toxic fandom and united it to the point that everybody's just like, "Yes, we want more. We all love this." And then exactly. Paramount took the most like the most diehard fandom in Halo and just put them all against this show. <laughs> it's just like, no. <laughs> Kill it with fire! It's already dead. No, 
uh, it, it's it's crazy to think that like that can be the effect, right? Of these because because these, these games have a lot of of rich storytelling already made. Just like you don't have to follow it like line by line, but. Come on, like if if the showrunner, if the director, if the like writers haven't even played the game, I'm like, or, or or not even like playing the game. Like you don't even have a consultant that has played the game, writing the story. It's like, dog, that's that's kind of a red flag. I don't or, know. I, I don't know. The YouTube cutscenes. That's like like you could go on YouTube yeah. and watch cutscenes of the thing. Like okay, this is yeah. the general gist of the game. Let's turn it into a movie, bro. If you if you if you if you take a weekend, a weekend, and you go like, if you look up God of War video game movie, which is just like the cutscenes without any of like the major gameplay, that'll still be like 15 hours. That's less than a full season of of like Law and Order or something like that. Like it's crazy. I mean, you can just enjoy it. But then again, we are digressing. The the question for the stack em up is simple: Which of the video game adaptations that we have already do you guys think is going to be the best? I could go with my favorite one, but I I'm putting my I am putting my oh because oh another one we forgot Resident Evil is getting a Netflix show. Uh, yes, that, that's another one. Uh, we don't know. I I, I don't I don't. Well, let me see. Let me see. I, 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 sidebar. Yes, because that's important. Okay, Resident Evil. There's a lot of suspense for this one. Netflix series. <laughs> so we we saw the first teases for it. Uh, let me see what it, it what it okay okay okay. Uh, we because we already have the trailer, but um, it's uh blah, 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 nothing like that. Uh, okay, both halves followed. Okay, so I think it's a it's a, it's a different character inside the Resident Evil world. So it's just like a different set of characters in Raccoon City. Which could be nice, but like there's people like the Umbrella Corporation is there, uh, but the main characters are Jade Wesker, played by Ella Ella Balinska, uh, and then Albert Albert Wesker, her father. It's basically like a a father daughter uh, relationship mm-hmm. while they're trying to survive uh, Raccoon City with with uh, Umbrella Corp on the on on the edge. So I'm like, ah, ah, ah. So eh, I don't know how I feel, but my pick going off the zombies vibe, I think the best adaptation is going to be the last of us. I think, I think the best one is going to be the last of us on HBO, at least from what I've seen in, in a couple of like the, the, the the onset videos, they are literally adapting some of the coolest cinematic scenes and, and gameplay parts of the games. Uh, and obviously, I, I I trust Pedro Pascal with my life after the Mandalorian, uh, and I know that they're starting from the beginning, right? They're not starting from uh, Last of Us Part Two, which is hugely polarizing. So I think it's I think it makes sense to to give it that benefit of the doubt and be like, okay, H- HBO, in my opinion, does zombies particularly well. Uh, we've seen how what they can get to scale wise in terms of uh, what's it called uh, Game of Thrones because game like I mean the White Walkers are essentially like zombie they're, they're just zombies so yes. so so I I think visually and tonally and story wise it's going to be a more mature adaptation not necessarily something that's like a video game show it's more going to be like an actual zombie survival show which I know we have a lot of those. But The Last of Us offers a a a cool story that is one of the best. It's one of the best story games of all time. So I'm gonna give my pick to The Last of Us. Mizu, 
what's your pick? Which one do you think is going to be the best adaptation out of these? At first, I just want to say that's a good pick, especially when I heard that yeah, Pedro Pastel is behind it too. I'm like, oh yeah, that I could see that going far. Of course, and you brought it up. I the one thing that might change people is if they you know adapt the Last of Us Part Two, like you said, because it's very polarizing. Oh man, the backlash on that one is crazy. But maybe they can maybe they can maybe fix it up a little bit. Who knows? It may actually improve upon it. You never know. But just like you, I could go a, a, a different route, but I'm going to go with what I'm passionate about. And the one I would say that could be an absolute banger is Bioshock. Bioshock, you know, again, a lot of people have been waiting, especially Bioshock fans have been waiting for a Bioshock movie or a TV show for a long while because a lot of us believe that it could be adapted into that and it would do amazing. Especially, again, if you're into that, you know, kind of, you could say a post-apocalyptic under, under, underwater city that yes. is filled with nothing but, you know, people hyped up on this drug called Adam and they are out of their freaking minds. You got some people who are trying to get out of there and, you know, sort of resistance movement. You got the creator of the city, Mr. Rapture himself, Mr. Um... Ryan, Andrew Ryan, <laughs> Andrew Ryan, and um, trying to trying to get all of that together. I think that it would do wonders, especially if they go off the first game. I think it will work best if they do the first game. Though I love the second game a little bit more, but I don't know how they're going to, you know, translate. You know, the Big Daddy, and that's the name of the yeah. these um, you know, uh, scuba men. Or cyborg, whatever. We still don't even know what the hell they are, to be honest. Like a cyborg but, companion, let's just say. Cyborg that. companions, and then, of course the little, the little sisters. Oh my yes. god, that would be amazing. But uh, I would say Bioshock could be a big. Who's doing it? Was it Netflix? You said. So it's going to be a Netflix movie. Horizon is doing a show. Uh, Netflix is doing a movie for Bioshock. Wow. And I think it'll be a little bit more plausible too, compared to like you know. Horizon Zero Dawn with all that CGI and all that robotics. Mm-hmm. Well, you can, you know, set it under. You can set it underwater. You can there. There's ways you can get around that and do some cool camera angle tricks and stuff like that. So, especially again, the overall plot of it is amazing, and especially if you never played the game, it's such a treat to watch. So, my pick is Bioshock. Oof. Travis, you have a lot of options. Yeah, you have a, a lot, lot of options. Of options. And they all don't even matter because there's only oh! one. There's only one that I think guaranteed is going to take it home, and that is Sonic. Okay, Sonic it's Three. Sonic, Sonic Three. Sonic. Um, Sonic One and Two, the most profitable video game uh, movies of all time. Factual. Happiest. The fandom overall is the happiest that they've ever been with any other video game property. Um, when we talk about the note they left off on. And Sonic 2. And what they're about to... I mean, they've proven already that this director is not just a director. He's a fan. He was such a fan. He did something we've never seen before where he delayed the movies just to get it right, just so the fandom could love it. And it was a good bet. It's a good bet. The amount of Easter eggs that are in it, the way that they tied in so many of these different games, like Sonic Adventure, um, the way that they tied in Sonic Heroes and so many other Sonic properties. It's 
unbelievable what they've accomplished. So I have the utmost faith that Sonic 3 is going to be a home run home run. Um, It's definitely, I think there's a chance, a gamble, that other things are going to be deeper, like maybe Ghost of Tsushima, the way you described it, sounds nuts. But what they're going to do for Sonic 3? What, who we're going to see without spoiling anything? Who we're going to see? Nah, man. It ain't nothing. Who's out on DVD? You can spoil it already. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Yo, Shadow? <laughs> He's that man. He's that Shadow? guy. Come on. We, we have the team now. Knuckles, Tails, Sonic. They all. We're going to learn way more. We could possibly learn way more about the Echidnas now, especially since Knuckles is going to get his own spinoff thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to go off. It's gonna, it's, and it, because it's a legacy show, last thing, because mm-hmm. it's um, a part of a legacy, there's so much more hype and there's so much more that is going to be delivered, I think, mm-hmm. uh, emotionally, that I don't think the other ones are going to compare. One question that I have on that one. Uh, sure. Okay, 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 okay. So let, let, let's let's close out the, the stack up and keep 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 the flow going. So again, you can vote for the stack up on my uh, Instagram. I, I'm Tropical Joe. We love your support. Thank you guys so much to anybody watching us and uh, uh, listening to us. Thank you guys so much for downloading the pod. You guys have absolutely crushed every single one of the votings. Uh, and that helps us a lot, you know, trying to decide uh, what topics to cover for the stack up because you, you guys seem to love the the debates around it so much so thank you guys so much we will be posting this as soon as the episode goes live uh, on my instagram stories and then you can vote for whichever one you want which is the best which one is going to be the best video game project um video game live action live action adaptation project or animated you could have chosen arcane but we're gonna give you our best three so we got bioshock the movie produced by netflix the last of us tv show made by hbo max and then we got sonic 3 made by i think it's a paramount paramount i think is, I think is the so, one yeah. yeah paramount yeah they have the the sonic rings yes a paramount um going off of that i wanted to ask you because i think we covered it once uh like vaguely in one of the other episodes but jeff fowler who's directed the first two games publicly said that he wants to make a smash movie he wants to direct a smash movie and i'm like ooh, this is very interesting because i'm just looking at the list of franchises that we have here and i'm like the fact that we don't have live-action projects for these is nuts, but if you think about it, Castlevania is already there. Solid adaptation. Uh, Pokemon, the animes are the the anime movies ha- tend to be uh, like a hit or miss, but it's uh, overall the animes have had a solid uh, re- re- like you know reception. But dude, Animal Crossing, uh, Zelda doesn't have one, bro. Zelda has one from the '80s, but like uh, we still don't have a street a good Street Fighter one. Uh, no. Kirby, Kirby, uh, Metroid, dude, Met- Metroid itself. Yo, Met- Metroid would be nice. I, I hate that you brought that up because now I'm angry that, yo, why <laughs> we haven't we gotten a Metroid movie oh. or at least a Because we're getting a Mario one. We're getting, we are getting a Mario one, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like that big of a, a, a thing. It's, it's going to be like Garfield, I think. I think it's going to be like Garfield style, but they could prove me wrong. Uh, would you guys like to see a Smash movie? Absolutely. And and Jeff Fowler is the perfect person for it. Yes. Perfect person. Um so what I was I was actually just looking up because I was I forgot the name of it. But in Brawl there was in their story mode, there was something called Subspace Emissary. Yeah. That to me was the best story mode um game in the entire Smash 
franchise. It was so interesting. And even though no one had any verbal dialogue, it was this very interesting kind of a journey where you're seeing all of these characters stumble upon each other and it interacted and flowed really nicely in my opinion and if he did something like subspace emissary brought that to life or honestly at this point i would take whatever he does like whatever whatever decision he goes i will follow this man into the sun like i think he's earned it and i i i, I agree but oh sorry Misa, you were gonna say something I was going to say that if you said, if you brought that idea up to me, maybe like a year or five years ago, I would have been like, hell no, that's not going to happen. That is <laughs> possible. But we got, hear me out with this one. We got Space Jam 2, granted, bad, but the ability, <laughs> bad. <laughs> the, the ability that they were able to put all that IP in different versions, whether it would be 2D, 3D, all in the same movie like that was plausible. And then of course you haven't seen it already. The Chippendale movie on Disney Plus. So good. Freaking after seeing that too, I'm just like, so now you're saying the possibility of a Smash movie. And I'm like, oh yeah, that could work. I can see that happening now. I can absolutely see that happening. Especially all depends on the characters that they get in there. It could work. And now especially if they had like, you know, if you, they, they use actual Sonic, the Sonic that we know, like, wouldn't it be mm-hmm. cool if they actually use the Paramount movie Sonic and yeah. he gets uh, wrapped up into this? It will be a cool kind of connection in a way. But it all depends on if they're all owned by the same IP, though. Whoever whoever company is running it. And they all have different companies running it. Yeah. Then there's that whole trouble. But I don't know. It could work. I definitely agree. It could work. I, I feel like as long as Nintendo gives the okay... Uh, cause like, I mean, Nintendo did give the okay for, for, for Mario. Like, I mean, just the fact that we're getting a Mario movie is, is, is after the one that we got in the nineties. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, because just... the reason I'm saying that is because I'm thinking really huge is that, um, Nintendo puts out, you know, Sonic, the Sonic movies, and then yeah. they they're doing the Mario movie. Yeah. And let's say if they did do a, what's a, let's say, um, an animal crossing show, a little yeah. show for yeah. the for people who like it. And another thing for um, Zelda. What if they all kept from those different, sh- like those parts, and they all put them all in the movie together? Bro, what, what if I they mean. do Detective Peak? What if we get Ryan Reynolds' Detective Pikachu as the Pikachu that, in the saying. game? That would be. I, that oh, would be no, amazing. Mario, no. <laughs> this could be Avengers Endgame level if they That's do That's what I'm right. saying. You're right, yeah. Bro, that those, be- those are the most profitable franchises of all time, just like, period. I mean, like, the, the Pokemon is the most popular thing on the planet, like, in terms of the money every year. Yeah. So, you, do you guys, I, I looked up the number. You guys know that it, they made, Pokemon made $110 billion. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, I, I try to compare, like, if uh, that's all the money, of, if you took all the money of the MCU and you took all the money of Harry <laughs> Potter, all of it, theaters, books, all of it, you put it together, that's not Still. even half. That's not even half of what Pokemon made alone. It's wild. Dog, think about it. Like you pull a Charizard, like I mean, I mean, if like just the fact that you need to pay thousands of dollars just to get a pack. But think about it. If you if you have a card from like when you were like five years old, you could pay your entire tuition and your brothers like at the same time with the money that you get from one trading card. Like that's how popular it is, right? And so I that that's what I'm saying. Like a Smash movie would be a hit, and and it it would also add that layer of a uh, storytelling because. 
uh, for those of you that have played the the story mode, uh, the game director uh, Masahiro Sakurai, uh, he he's put himself basically a. Uh, 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 his experience dealing with these characters in the game because like the hand like that the, the the hand is like which is the final boss is technically like him it's the person that's like writing and creating all of these characters like fighting together created this franchise that has been like loved and beloved for like decades now uh but still is like a, a haunting a haunting thing for somebody that's like oh this game has just gone like beyond the scope of like oh i just made a video game that people like it's just that, like I'm officially always tied to a project like this, and like it would it would be it would be interesting to see like Masahiro just like writing like sketching out something, and then the the book comes to life. Let's see, let's say like the book comes to life of having all these characters like pop to life, and he's like, how does he deal with like this actually being real with Smash being real? And I'm like, that that seems like a compelling story to me. I don't know about y'all. No, that's good. That's good. You see, they should hire me. They should hire me, bro, because I've played the games. <laughs> Paramount, <laughs> Halo. <laughs> but yeah, I, hey, it do it do be like that. I feel I feel like there's just so much we could talk about just with with these uh like game adaptations. Because I I mean we still even haven't touched the fact that like Arcane is getting a a, a second season, and Castlevania yeah. and Castlevania is still going on. Like I mean I don't even know where 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 to begin with with those two. Yeah, so Castlevania has been. Um, greenlit for another season, but but here's the thing: it's not going to be the same group of people, mm. or even the same time period. It's going to be a different, um, a different time period, a different group of them. I believe it's going to be based off of um, the main character. I've already forgot his name. The main character. Richter. Well, no, not Richter. Trevor. Trevor Belmont. Trevor. 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 Trevor Belmont. It's going to be based off his um, grandson, I believe. Cool. Well, yeah, Richter. Richter. Yeah, exactly. The yep. people that we see in Smash. Yeah. Yep, and Wait, it's going to be Richter in the 1800s. Richter's his god grandson. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, this is yeah. awesome. So okay. that's gonna be <laughs> around that. Um, and then Arcane, I can't wait. Uh, Arcane was such a it was so random. It came out of nowhere. League of Legends having its own show. And especially the way they ended it, I need to know what happens next. Because now I'm so interested in these the politics of all this stuff and what Jinx just did. I'm like, bro, Jinx is like, and I hate to say, I'm like, yo, Jinx is being a Jinx. What the hell? Yeah, we had so much progress, and now it's going down the drain. <laughs> I, I was, I, I was scared. That. I was scared for a while that they were going to cancel it after they, for real, the, yeah, after they did the chops to the animation department. Yeah. But I'm so happy it, it's coming back. I'm really happy. Got it, If they cancel Arcane. Like that is the biggest fattest L I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. But they've but Netflix has taken L's like this. Like when they canceled, oh my god, we could just have a whole podcast about <laughs> the stuff they've canceled. That it's like, are you crazy? They've canceled. Um, they canceled Sensei. That was nuts. Oh, yes, yeah, they canceled Sensei, and then it was it took pure audience power. To bring back a movie. They didn't even bring back a season. And they kind of crammed a season into a movie. But whatever. They uh they, they canceled Get Down. They, yes. Oh my god. They've canceled so many bangers. Like, I, So if they canceled Arcane, I'd kind of just be like, yeah, they, they suck. Another L. <laughs> another L. Another L. I'll be, so, I'll be like, yeah, like you were never come, you're never getting me back with that. That's an L. That's a huge <laughs> L. I, I, I feel that. I feel that. Too. I would love to see. I would love to see. Like now, now that we're talking about that, like I would love to see another Pokemon movie. 
Like, I know that Detective no. Pikachu technically is not like, like that. That so that rendition of the Pokemon universe makes sense because like that's what I want to see. I want to see people interacting with their Pokemon and like that- having them be a part of a, a part of their life. And you can discuss so much, but bro, just, just like the fact that the anime has discussed the 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 ramifications of like ultimate power of like a, like super mega corpse trying to like exploit pokemon that would that's something that like makes sense especially in in our society like what if the billionaires of the world decided to get legendaries i'm like everybody would be screwed bro like th- that's that's a storyline that like can bring a lot of people to the theater besides the fact that it's like the most famous franchise on planet earth right now like pokemon go had people like jumping off of bridges just to find a snorlax bro like it's <laughs> it's, it's crazy like dude yeah. it's, it's nuts people were running through the streets like trying to find special pokemon i was it's nuts and not go away here's the thing which is sad though too it's kind of hard to mess up pokemon so when it's like Pokemon, in, you can even make a good story even, even without Ash. Like there's some stories that don't involve Ash that are great. So it just it, to me, I don't know. Like Pokemon is like there's so many games like you, what we talked about earlier that are just so easy that it's just impossible. Like you have to be really trying hard to mess this up. And Pokemon to me is one of them. Like it's really easy that you can easily get together. It's all about you know you can base it around either. Ash or not Ash, just characters just existing in a world where Pokemon exist. And you know, like what Jose was saying, you can have one where you can start center around a character, just want to catch Pokemon, train, be the best that they can be. Um, and of course you can bring up the whole um people trying to exploit them and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's so many interesting stories that you could do with Pokemon that could work and work very well. It just all depends on how you write it. And it's just I don't know, I just I just I just can't see it being difficult to do in my opinion i i feel like what would take the franchise to a whole nother level is the new if they uh adapted the newest pokemon game to screen the one that's about like the origin where Ooh, you have arceus to... yes yeah. oh like, yes that would be cool <laughs> oh my god that would be so nice sorry i just got really excited when you said that I was like, bro that's a <laughs> lot no, because like even when you were describing it, I feel like the one thing that we've never gotten in Pokemon media isn't isn't a fleshed out origin of like the whole thing of like Pokeballs and all of it. And mm-hmm. if we had that, like that would be amazing. I feel like so many people know Pokemon, but so many people don't really watch it like that. Like they'll play the games maybe, but it's 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 been such a it's been such a long lasting franchise. Some people are kind of just like, eh, you know whatever too much to get into but if we had like an origin of just pokemon in general i feel like that'd go to the moon agreed agreed and speaking Definitely. of big franchises i think we could uh we could start talking some star wars because there's a lot of stuff to cover in star wars land uh so for those of you that don't know what's happening right now is star wars celebration which is basically a, a mega convention imagine comic con just for star wars so this is where Disney unveils everything, absolutely everything. They have panels with all the actors. They revealed Kenobi. They dropped Kenobi two hours early, which is absolutely nuts. Like, they, they, they dropped it earlier. Uh, and we have a ton of projects announced. 
there's 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 movies, there's TV shows. We saw the trailer for Andor, like the Cassian Andor TV show, which looks really really good. But the main ones that I wanted to talk about were three projects in and of themselves. So, John Watts is making a coming of age Star Wars series called The Skeleton Crew, focused on uh, uh, like ch- children during the post Return of the Jedi reconstruction of the Empire. So, so, so that's, so what, what, what it has been, what it has been compared to is kind of like the stranger things of star Wars. Okay. So like, so like the Simpsons meets like, uh, uh, or like, sorry, the Goonies meets, uh, uh, stranger things within star Wars, which is cool. John Watts knows how to do it. So I'll, I'll, I'll take that. The other one that I wanted to, oh, and also Jude law is going to be in that. So that's fun. Uh, the, uh, Star Wars Visions coming back, another anime series, solid. Yes, sir. Uh, and then the the uh, the third one being Tales of the Jedi. So I have more. I have five things from that show that I wanted to share with you guys. So bear with me. So Filoni is going to have his hands all up on this one. He's developing the series uh, with Favreau. So Ahsoka Tano is going to be in it. As a child, we're gonna see baby Ahsoka Tano. Count, Count Dooku is going to be in his youngest form, so we're not gonna get, unfortunately, Christopher Lee voicing him, I, unless he did some, unless they do some of that like we, um, uh, like archival footage play around thing. Uh, but he's gonna be training his Padawan, Qui Gon Jinn. We're gonna see the young version of Qui Gon Jinn voiced by Liam Neeson's son, and Liam Neeson will also be in that show. Uh, we're going to see a young Mace Windu in Tales of the Ye- Jedi. And I'm super hyped for that because we've been wanting some Mace Windu content. We've been starving. Uh, and then the other main main, main thing that I, I, I found really cool is that the Ahsoka portions of the show are going to be centered around Ahsoka's mother dealing with a Force-sensitive child. And Ahsoka's mother will be played by Janina Gavankar, who was the main character in Star Wars Battlefront 2. So she plays the the, oh. the main. So she's the she's the she's the lady that plays the main character in Star Wars Battlefront Two. So she's going to be playing uh, 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 the she's going to be playing her mother. Uh, and from what we've seen in the official Star Wars uh, uh, website, the shorts are going to be rooted in traditional storytelling, heavily involved, like heavily inspired by Japanese animators, especially Hayao Miyazaki. So we have a, a possible banger in our hands. Uh, but which one, which one of those captures your eye or captures your ear from, from the ones that we've sought? Visions, Tales of the Jedi, Skeleton Crew. Uh, there's, there's, been, uh, there's, there's other shows. There's, there's Andor. Uh, and then obviously the last one on the list is the Taika Waititi Star Wars movie because he's going to be having the next Star Wars movie in 2023. It's a Taika Waititi oh, film. Wow. Oh wow! If you're watching us, Travis just had like a a moment. Just Travis Whoa. had like a moment. Taika Waititi is a genius, first and foremost. So amazing. Um, but I'd have to say, even though those all, especially the Taika news, that sounds amazing. Star Wars Visions. Yes. I, I'm over over the moon. One thing I was really hoping for in a Star Wars announcement was one of those. Uh, shorts being pitched as a real as a long lasting show it's all of them had the potential for it but the ninth she, jedi the ninth jedi the was ninth, my favorite it, 
it would have been it it had the groundwork it could have worked it really could have i'm still hoping they do that you know some sometime down the line but this new batch of 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 vignettes that they're gonna do i am i am over the moon about it yes and then mandalorian season three we also we have so much we have so much mizu what did you think so i'm not gonna lie I originally was going to say Star Wars Visions, but when I heard the announcement of the Tales of the Jedi, there's so much potential in that, in my opinion. I Because what I heard about it is that it's going to be an anthology series about different Jedi mm-hmm. that we've known. And, and of course, if we're getting a young Count Dooku uh, when he was a Padawan, or when he was, uh, when he was younger and now he's going to be um, training a young Qui-Gon Jinn and stuff like that. Um, Mace Windu. But no, I was I was thinking bigger. I was talking to my brother about it. See, and my brother brought up a good point. He said he was like, "Wouldn't it be cool if um like half the I don't know how long it's going to be, but like half the episodes are related to Jedi that we already know, Mace Windu, all mm-hmm. that stuff. But the other half would be Jedi that we never heard of, Jedi that were well known in the Star Wars canon that they could bring to canon on you know let's say Disney Star Wars. Like for example, I was like, yeah, that's that is facts because there are some interesting Jedi who definitely need at least an episode dedicated to them. Like Plo one Koon? of them, is, like not even just no. Here's this thing: not even just Plo Koon. I'm talking about ones that are not like well oh. known that mm-hmm. are so interesting. Like for example, I don't know her name, but there's a Jedi who she was so good at the Force that she she was known to never wield a lightsaber because, in her opinion that a lightsaber because the jedi are peacekeepers and they are monks so to to her having a lightsaber goes against the the way of the force so she never wanted a lightsaber and she dedicated her whole life dedicating um learning how to use the force and she was so good at it grand this is pre-disney purchase mm-hmm. and and her in that canon she was able to live up to um luke's era and she's Damn. like oh and she was so good at it. And then at some point she at some and then later she sacrificed herself for the greater good for a I'll say after the the return of the Jedi Luke uh, Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. and saved his life. So yeah, like her alone, like that alone should be an episode. Or the fact that there is um uh dang dang dang, what's his name? Or we could have an episode about the first Jedi to fall to the Sith, to the dark side. Oh, uh, the, so see the first Jedi who went the other path and started this whole beef <laughs> for literally centuries. That like, stuff cool. like that. I'm like, there's so much potential with Tales of Jedi that, of course, I am happy that we're getting these stories with our, you know, young characters that we already know. Or even better, I had a, I even pitched one to my, to my wife. Like, wouldn't it be cool if we had an episode about this unknown Jedi that we just see him, go, like, see him or her go through their Jedi stuff and the entire time they talk about, oh, their Padawan, the Padawan that we're looking forward to. I'm looking forward to training this Padawan. Goes through the whole motions, but at the end of the episode, we realize that the Padawan that he's talking about, or he or she is talking about, is a young Yoda. Oh. Think about it. A whole episode dedicated to the master or the person who taught the master. Dog. I'm that would a- be amazing. That's good, dude. Dog, you you need to get hired. You need to get <laughs> hired by these. Like, what? I was sitting here like, bro. There's so many cool ass Jedi. Hell, the librarian from the um freaking um true from Vision Librarian. If you watch the prequels, there's a librarian who who's in the Jedi Temple. She's cool as hell too. Yeah, 
she deserves an episode of her own as well. There's so many cool Jedi that just deserve their own, at least episode that can work well. And the Tales of Jedi is a great start, for, in my opinion. But that's just I'm me. In. I'm in on board with everything you said. I do want to see. I do want to see skeleton crew. I want to see. Like as soon as I heard like Stranger Things of Star Wars, I'm like, ooh, this seems interesting. Because like usually Star Wars goes like, even though it's like technically uh, directed towards a younger audience uh, in some cases, it still can go really dark, really, really, really fast. Like, I mean, we we've seen that, and then we're gonna get Acolyte as well, which is based on like Sith, uh, as well. So. We also have Bad Batch season two coming out. They they dropped the trailer a couple hours ago. So like, Travis, which one which ones do you think are gonna be like the ones that beside like obviously besides the Taika Waititi one and 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 Visions do you think are gonna have the like the the longest running like impact in the in the franchise? Oh my god, that's a tough call, man. That's a tough one. The longest. I'm I'm not sure. I feel like. The Taika Waititi one, the uh, Star Wars Visions ones, those were the ones just because of either the director or mm-hmm. whatever I've seen from them that I could be like, yeah, I have, I have faith. Mm-hmm. But these other ones are new. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how the, I don't know how the fandom is going to gravitate to it. I don't know what the voice actors are going to do. I, it, it, it's, it's up in the air for me. I couldn't pick one. I like that. I, I'm picking Mando. I'm picking Mando season three. Okay. I think Mando season three is going to be the biggest one. What, what do you think, Mizu? I'm going to say Mando, and then I'm going to say also, again, Tales of the Jedi, because it's not going to do too much repo damage, because it's basically characters that we already know, and we're just getting a little bit more background lore, pretty much, about them. Stuff that we might not have known, and things of that nature. So, I see it as a safe bet. Like, oh yeah, this was one that is not going to do any damage, cross fingers, that it doesn't, but I can see that. But I definitely agree with Mandalorian, for sure, though, too. I have a question for you guys. I have a question for you guys. Now cuz now now that remember Disney Plus came out 2 2 years ago, right? Right right around right around 2 2 2 3 2 or 3 years ago, right? So we've had very very little time to explore the possibilities of like what a TV show and an interconnected universe could be like, right? Marvel has taken the most uh uh benefit, right? By intertwining their shows with their movies. Like that feels good. But I feel I I'm getting the hype that like this new wave of Star Wars is going to be really, really fun. Cause like the TV shows that are coming out, they're all good. And like the the fact that Kathleen Kennedy was the president of Lucasfilm was like, yeah, the resistance and the rebellion are going to be televised. Like this is a huge push for for television media, which is exactly what we've been waiting for, because I, I mean, we've discussed this at, at length at, at how Star Wars lends itself to stories told on on and shows and series, because there's so much more exploration that you can have in terms of the character development of your of your entire world, right? It's a sandbox that you get to play in, and the fact that Dave Filoni and John Favreau are directing some of the biggest projects. They have some of the biggest names in acting and directing. Like all of it is 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 on the back of Mandalorian, which like shocked the world. It was it's the flagship for Disney Plus. Like Disney started Disney Plus started because of the Mandalorian, and now they have Kenobi, which is nuts. I, I, I Travis, we're not gonna go into spoilers, but these first two episodes are heavy. The second the second one did did have some pacing, uh, uh, not not issues, but like some people were were put off by certain things that that happened in, in episode two. Really? But we can, we can tell that this is a, a, a is that type of show. 
is that type of show. It's a full character exploration, uh, and and I I can't wait till next uh t- t- till next week because on Wednesday, I think something's big. I, th- I think something big's gonna happen. I think something big's gonna happen. I think something big's gonna happen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna let you guys watch the episodes, and we'll discuss that later. But yes. how many how many episodes is um, Kenobi gonna have? So it, it's it's gonna have six. So to, on Wednesday it's gonna be the mid season finale. Okay. So which is crazy because like it's a limited it's a limited series, but a lot. I'll, I'll, it's I feel like you guys are gonna love where this goes because it's it's it's. It's so. Fun. Have you have you guys had any spoilers or had anything like oh, no, told I, to I've you? Seen it. Both of them. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, but I meant like so. Travis, what have you heard or seen from the show? I have only heard screams from how good it is. Okay, is it. okay. <laughs> I haven't heard okay. anything else. So, so, so the only thing that I would say is that they take a different approach to the whole like uh, like uh, to to, to Obi Wan's role as a caretaker in the first two episodes that is the best decision I think they've made in a while. Wow. I mean, yeah, it lines up with the comics. Because yeah. there's a whole Obi-Wan Kenobi comic where we see what he was doing while Luke was growing up. And mm-hmm. it was so far, what I've seen in the show, it looks like it, it matches up. Yeah. It matches I, up I, to me, at least. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. There's so much to talk about. They drop. They, oh, they also dropped the trailer for 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 Bad Batch. I have to listen to. I have to see that soon. Um, definitely something that we're gonna talk about. Would you guys like to talk about some Spy Family? Yes, absolutely. Yes, sir. So the one of the episodes I was looking forward to the most finally came, and that is uh, I don't know if you guys are up to date. That's the one when we finally meet yours brother Yuri. Mm-hmm. And um, to give a little background for some people, um, so yeah, Yuri has a younger brother. Um, Yor has a younger brother named Yuri, and they have been together their entire lives because they don't have, they didn't have their parents. Their parents, um, we don't know exactly what happened to their parents yet. Even in the manga, we don't know. But um, they had to take um, Yor had to take care of him, and you know she started doing her whole thing, and she's worried about um, you know protecting him <clears throat> and not finding out not letting Yuri find out what she actually does. And of course, you know, the whole marriage thing happened and she forgot to tell her own brother that she got married. And then of course, you know, Yuri, and, and like, like they play, Yuri's one of those love, love thy sister types. The <laughs> ones who was in anime who's really obsessed with their sibling. And um, to each their own on that, sometimes it's okay. Sometimes I'm just like, eh, you, you know, in the most, uh, <laughs> But I haven't. I was so far. I, I would say that Yuri hasn't really pushed that envelope too much yet. I've seen some characters who've gone on the deep end on that. But um, it was a great episode because Yuri shows up. He's literally trying to figure out, yo, who's this guy? Who's this person marrying my sister? And he said, I, I'm the other one who deserves my sister's love and all that jazz. Oh damn. Okay, so we're but going through that- Sweet Home Alabama. Okay, let's go. No, but here's the thing. So, you know, because she thinks that her brother is so sensitive, so sweet and all that stuff. Well, does she know that her brother works for the secret police? Basically, Ooh. think of like the KGB of their nation. Like he gets on people like, oh, he hunts spies. And um, 
and he's one of those. I'm not gonna lie. What's his name? What's the character's name from Glorious Bastards? The the one I can't. I don't want to say it because I don't want to. Oh, Hans Landa, uh, like that. Yeah, Hans uh, Landa. Yeah. He's yeah. he's he's like that. Oh, he's really nice to the people that he's interrogating until a certain thing happens, and then we see his dark side. Ooh. And um, and of course, guess who was the person he's trying to hunt down? Twilight, the international great spy, and he's looking for him. And granted, you know, nobody knows what he looks like. So he's in the home there. Um, Twilight's trying to prepare for it. He does the whole how he calls it calls it the lovey dovey operation, mm-hmm. where he makes it look like they're a very loving couple and all that stuff. And um. You know, like I said, Yuri's there. He's trying to interrogate him, trying to get things out of him. And they're trying to show off how great of a couple they are. And it's so funny. It's such a great scene. It's, it's, an, it's low-key an intense scene, but also very hilarious at the same time. Like, you see that Twilight seduces that, um, deduces that he is a secret spy, a, mm-hmm. secret, um, a secret policeman and all that stuff. But then Yuri's just sitting here, like, asking weird questions, like, oh, What's the pet name you have for him? Do you call him Lloyd, Lloydy, Lloyd, Lloyd, or something like that? Lloyd, Lloyd. And he said, oh, you call him Lloyd? I, I can't believe it. He started drinking. Like, <laughs> he started drinking the sorrows away and stuff like that. He said, no, we're madly in love. And then she spills some wine. They touch uh-huh. hands. They separate. They're like, oh, my bad. And and yours just like, hold on a second. Y'all been married for over a year, you say, but you guys are still iffy about touching each other. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm on y'all. Fishy. <laughs> I'm something fishy about this whole situation. How'd you feel about the show, uh, uh, Travis? I love it. I really love it. And it's, I love it. It's when it comes to yours, brother thing, that's one of my least favorite anime tropes. And I want us to one day just talk about anime tropes we don't like. Because yeah, the whole no. I like my sibling trope is so <laughs> cringe. It's just, it's just, it. I put it up there with the pervy old guy anime trope. Ugh. Yeah. So, but I, I, I loved it, and per usual, like this is a show that balances a hilarious moments with, with a, a actual sense of drama and edge, and it does it so well where it could be entertaining in both a comfort anime. I, I love it. I liked it. I, I, I absolutely love it. So I'm, I'm not caught up on the most recent episode. I am in the episode right now where, like, we actually meet uh, Desmond, like, the target uh, from the, uh, like, basically the, the like, Twilight's target's son, who's basically like, oh, my God, Arya, yeah, uh, uh, Anya is, like, uh, she's playing hard to get. Oh, I like it. Cute. And I'm like, this is, a, this is like, an eight-year-old boy. Come on. Like, w- this boy is, like, w- way ahead of the game. <laughs> way too much. Uh, I like, I love that. Ep- but my favorite episode so far, so, okay. So I'm getting the feeling that this is like the equivalent of like the beach episode in most animes, like the the castle, the castle uh, play. Uh, yeah. Essentially, I love that episode. Wow. The extent at which like Lloyd, like uh, Lloyd is, is needs to go in order to get Anya to like feel prepared to go to school because she has excitement in her life because she wants to see Bond Man in real life. I'm like, bro. This is what a true like father would do. Like this is he's 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 falling in love with being a dad, and 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 your is kind of getting it open into like actually being a mother in the next episode where she's fighting criminals after going to Trader Joe's. Like she literally like <laughs> turns a watermelon into sticks with her two like two fingers. I'm like, hey yo, mommy, sorry, but yes, <laughs> I love I I love this dynamic. I. And and I, I think the stats just came out. The Spy Family is the most watched show in the in Japan. 
Wow. It's crazy. Here's, here's the thing. You know what the part that's even crazier? It actually got one of the highest ratings for an anime on this specific site. It's kind of like um, Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb. I forget the name of it. It's like a site that specifically um, rates and critiques anime. My anime list? No? Maybe? I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to remember, but it got an unheard of score of like nine point something. And to the point where it's like, like I said, it's unheard of to the point where some people, you know, start out of nowhere becoming haters now. They're like, oh no, how did this, how did this anime of all anime get such a high score like that? Not even um, Attack on Titan and then others got a score like that. And of course, you know, people are coming out of the woodworks being mad about it. Mm-hmm. And now there's a little trend going on with Anya where um, they put Anya and um, different anime or manga, <laughs> where she just shows up there. There's a part where um, Naruto's getting beat up, and then it's like, oh, we finally got the person we need to save the day, and Anya shows up in the panel. <laughs> and you know, so it's like, oh, thank God, Anya's here. <laughs> or freaking Jujutsu Kaisen, where Gojo's about to face off against that one demon, but instead uh-huh. of that demon, it's Anya. Yeah. <laughs> it's she wants of- to go to an ooting. She wants to go to an ooting instead of an outing. I'm like, bro, I love these, like, those little type type of, like, moments. I love it. Absolutely. Yes. That, um, that's what I'm saying. I love those moments the best. And, um, again, like, and don't get fooled. Like, like, in future stuff, there is plenty of action. And the part I like the most is that even though this is centered specifically around Twilight himself, we also get to see mission. <coughs> Sorry, my apologies. <coughs> Bad cough. Um, we also get to see missions and other stuff like with, of course, stories around Anya and her adventures at school. First of all, that punch, freaking legendary. That the way she, I love the way she looked away, and I looked at if people are watching, and then just smacked, <laughs> like just punched the. Wow, she universal punched that boy. <laughs> and the part I love the most is that oh, she punched her, and then Anya's just like, you have no proof. He's like, bro, we all just saw you punch this kid in the face. Uh. Bro, do you guys like so the, the moment where like in the castle episode where bro your starts to fight Twilight's like I will protect Anya at all costs. And bro, she's like, yo, she might like this woman might kill me. And then at the end she's like breaks the heel and then just falls asleep. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, bro, yours a menace to society. And the part I like about that is um there I won't go into detail because there is a mission that Yor gets that we get. It's just a Yor-centered arc. Okay. And the mission she does that, to me, is one of the best arcs in Spy Family. It's so fantastic the way they did that. It's And it's very intense as well. Because, you know, you got to expect that, especially with Yor. And it's amazing. And I can't wait to see it animated. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to more of um, the episodes and... Um, and especially if they plan on doing any filler ish, because even the filler in um, the manga, because they're you guys, you know, um, manga they take breaks, and sometimes what they do is either they um, give you a little art, like okay, here's some art in the meantime, I'm taking a little break, here's a little concept art, or they will give you some short stories, like oh, here's some short stories involving characters, and kudos to the mangaka of Spy Family, because. Um, this individual, because you know mangaka, they like to keep their identities kind of secret, so uh-huh. I say they. And um, they did some interesting short stories that I even looking forward to the short stories being animated. Because they're amazing. But yeah. Um, Bro, this I mean, Spy Family broke 17 million copies of their manga. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, they're, it's, it's, it is setting, it is selling hot. It is hot. 
and even doing better digitally too. Because like I said, um, way back that um, Shonen Jump is testing the waters with going digital. Mm-hmm. And um, Spy Family and Kaiju Number Eight were the first two like major properties that got hella um, recognition out the gate when it when they went first digital, and so much so as you can see, they got old anime, and it's proving more and more that Spy Family is great. And of course, I'm here. And if you're a hater, come on, I'm ready because <laughs> I'm going to shut you down. Because you, I, I'm, I'm. It is another thing. I got to the logic now in my age that when someone says something that's overhyped to me, I'm just like, okay, I know it's good. Cause if you feel the need to say that it says something else to me, granted, yes, there's sometimes where people are valid. Yeah. Something is overhyped, I guess. When oftentimes people say that I'm like, Oh, it's pretty good. And it must be pretty good. Cause you, if you feel this need to say that, then it must be freaking amazing. So and people are doing that right now. It's my family. Fantastic. Except with halo. That is overrated. That was, halo. <laughs> that was overrated. <laughs> Facts. Come on, Travis. I can't. I can't go without dig- taking a dig at. Like, I mean, if you're if you're not doing it right, we have to let you know. I mean, we did oh, that yes. with one. Oh, listen, I'm I'm all on board for that, especially yeah. with Halo. A hundred percent on board. Like, no, that's How why I'm messed that up. Yeah, it was so good. It, it, there was so much going for it, and you and you drove it in off a cliff for no reason. And and again, that's why I'm just I'm worried, man. Not to not to you know go back to that topic that we covered earlier. I'm just I'm scared. There's so many properties on the line they that that we love that they know have are um that have a really deep franchise, really beloved, uh, really uh, invested franchise. And sometimes it's it's such a cash grab. It's scary. Where like they know that hey, it's just a big name, and we know that we'll just we'll get a good cash out. That's what happened with Avatar: The Last Airbender. And initially, they the the creators of Avatar: The Last Last Airbender, uh, Brian Konetsko and uh, Michael DiMartino, they were promised by Netflix to be the the showrunners of of the show. Total creative control. Worked with them for two years, and then didn't listen to them. Ignored them out of nowhere, and then they had to make a whole list of being like a note, being like, look, like. We work with them and they just they just wanted to do whatever they wanted with our property with like the thing that we created which is it. nuts which it's is nuts. nuts dude but, you know it's bad when i know this is an absolute crash grab because if the creators of the freaking show left and you're still doing it yeah yeah you don't care about the series at all you don't or the fans but, or anything like that but but sometimes and and you know the scary thing about this one is that so many people are gonna watch it anyway. That Avatar Last Airbender live action, they heard this news, it went viral everywhere, and people are like, I'm gonna still see what it's about, and that's what they're counting on. You know, like they, it, it just gets me. It just gets me angry. The thing is, with the binge model, if it's bad, people will let you know ASAP. That's the only thing. Like you, people will watch it because obviously, like you, you, you watch it to, and you finish it all to try to see if it, if it actually, uh, again, Netflix has its binge model. Uh, I, I think, I think th- there has to be a, a point, right, where, where, where things have to like stop. If it's, if the project is bad, we should, we should let the, the, the companies know, right, because these are properties that have rich stories 
already there's no need to reinvent the wheel you can you can change some aspects like for example with with what we've heard about attack on titan about possibly changing the, the ending or something like that like okay like we're willing to give some some things a shot but keep keep the the overall meat of the story uh at, at least consistent in some way you can change the dialogue but like for example what they did with assassin's creed i'm like yo what <laughs> like bro you have so you have you have like <laughs> look at me so yeah bro oh. what they did with assassin's creed like dude michael fassbender couldn't save that project bro yeah absolutely he, livid at what bro. they did <laughs> that was one of the other series that up there with bioshock with me that i was like oh yeah if done right assassin's creed could be great especially as a show i, I don't know about a movie but a show it could have worked fantastic especially as, as an anthology series and then you did that because you think about it, bro, you can cover the the bro, you could cover the the French Revolution. We've covered just by like just just with the games. Oh, I think my my camera went went off, but it's it's fine. French Revolution, the the American Revolution. We you can cover pirates. You can cover you can cover Vikings. There's rumors that you could do samurai. You've covered ancient Egypt, ancient Greece. Like bro, th- there is so much to cover. There is no reason for this. No reasoning. And and the way they even the way they even incorporated gods in the whole yes. um, Assassin's Creed, the way they made it work, I was like, this is brilliant stuff. It it's it's sad. It's 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 so sad when we can when there are studios and producers that can be so money hungry that they get in the way of the product that they want them to make money. <laughs> like you could, it, it's 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 just frustrating. I know. I, it, it, I definitely agree with that. It's like when, especially when you said about money, look, here's the thing. I get that you got to make money. You got to, right. um, of course, because it's going to take money to make what you're doing. So I get that. But at the same time, think you still got to keep in mind of, about who this is for, especially if you're doing it based off of something that people love, like, you know, like a video game or a TV show, you're going to be adapting in a different way. You gotta pay attention to that. Okay, hey guys, we have a dedicated fan base of people who love this um, video game that we're gonna adapt it into a show. So we need to keep in mind that we need to be doing good because they can get on our on on our ass. <laughs> Facts or or just anything, just in art in general. Because I feel like again, I, I get that you have to make money, but you also still gotta keep art in mind. You, you're making art. Y'all, video games, movies, future, they're all forms of art. And you should have that as your first, and then the money will follow. And that's that's the thing. At least that's what me. I'm just like, yo, if you do it with dedication and care about the art form that you're um, presenting, the money will follow. It always does. But you know, I feel like the money follows, but the the money, I guess, doesn't follow in excess. Like if we look at Red Dead Redemption Two, right? I think Red Dead Redemption Two is arguably one of the greatest video games ever crafted just at a technical level mm-hmm. like people have revisited the game and even years later the way it holds up is astounding like you could look at people working on a railroad mm-hmm. and they're actually like hitting in the nails the detail is astounding with it um but when you look at that it kind of broke even like they spent hundreds of millions of dollars making it and then it made hundreds of millions of dollars but not Multi, like much more mm-hmm. than they put into it, if if I'm remembering the the numbers correctly. So I feel like their goal in uh, is to get stupidly rich 
not just get a little rich and that's and that's annoying i i feel that the other the the other thing that we have to keep in mind is that like the streaming wars are in full effect yeah like if you if you if you fail as like one of the legacy ones like let's say hbo or 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 netflix Bro, there's a lot of competition. Peacock, CBS, uh, uh, Paramount, uh, Apple. Apple TV, Apple. like and, and like the fact that uh, the, the fact that the best picture winner was an Apple uh movie instead of a Netflix original, that has to hurt. You that has imagine? to hurt. That is like Netflix has been trying so hard to be the first streaming service to get an Oscar and it was outdone by Apple TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was expecting like Disney. I'd be like, okay, Disney. Okay, that makes sense. HBO Max. Okay, no lie there. They, it's HBO. Uh-huh. But Apple TV did it. Wow. So that's and- what I'm saying. Like, if for example, if like if Bioshock does it well, it could be it could get nominated. Like, and 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 it would deserve it, right? And just because it's a video game movie, it might get like uh, some pushback. But but think about it. Like when it comes to projects of this magnitude, the money will follow in terms of. The, the, Yes, the money will follow. Yes, you could break even, but bro, the legacy that you build is just way more important. Perfect example, everything, everywhere, all at once. A movie that had $25 million in budget and made it look better than Black Widow, bro. It looked like Interstellar, and it had so much against it, bro. They did it in like 39 days, the entire film. It's like... And and it's it's legitimately one of the best films of the last decade. And I'm and I'm like, you can just make good content, aka good art, or or something that has a lot of soul and effort into it. The rest will follow. If 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 the fans know, oh, they took their time to try to make this as good as it could be. Don't cut your corners and don't try to like rush it. If 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 the if the previous five or ten years have, have told us anything, is that like. Rushing a project is a clear sign of failure. In, and, and, and the fact that you, for example, one thing that you mentioned, Sonic. The fact that they, the, the, the studio delayed it for over six months to try to get the CGI to where the fans expected it to be. And it became the, one of the best video game like, adaptations ever is a testament to the fact that actually... Following feedback and actually putting in effort yields results. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more. Boom. And and but you know when it when it goes to the awards, I actually really wanted to quickly touch on that. Yes, yes, yes. I do think that the Academy has something against Netflix because there, guys, there are some. I think there's some Oscar worthy stuff on Netflix. We drag Netflix. It's warranted. But they have. There's a couple like Beast. The harder of no they Nation. fall, harder they fall. Beast of both. No Nation was amazing too. Beast of No Nation <laughs> deserved it, man. Idris Elba, come on! Like it. There's there's properties there that really should have gotten it. But I think it's. I think if anything, it must have come down to just something else. That's all I could think of. Like maybe money, maybe connections, whatever. Agreed. Agreed. I think I think the the best way to to to, to 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 leave you guys in a hopeful note is that there's a lot of stuff to be excited for. But again, as the great Sendea said in Spider-Man: No Way Home, just keep your expectations low, and you'll never be disappointed. True. Beautifully said. Very, that, yeah, that's fantastic. Beautifully said. Zendaya, that, the-, the goat. The goat. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to uh, listening, watching, downloading the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we will be back at it uh, very, very soon. And you can watch this, uh, uh, watch the clips on, on YouTube and download the podcast on our Spotify or wherever you uh, wherever else you want to consume your content. Uh, boys, do you want to say goodbye to the chat? Absolutely. Take care, everybody. Please check us out everywhere. Check out the podcast on YouTube. Check it out on Instagram for the shorts. We really can't wait to see you guys. Absolutely. We appreciate all of you for downloading, listening, whatever, how you consume it. We appreciate all of you guys, and we can't wait to keep doing this for you. Amen to that. As always, we will see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.